0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Local Legends with Lark Farley. I'm your host, Lark. A little bit about the podcast, if you're new here. Basically, I share with you all stories that took place in my small hometown, Brown County, in Indiana. These stories range from true crime to the paranormal and everywhere in between. If you'd like to share your own hometown story, you can email me at locallegendswithlark at gmail.com and I'll share those with y'all on the podcast. All right, let's get into it. Today's is going to be a short one. I will warn you ahead of time. We are back on our summer camper series. If you weren't aware, a couple episodes ago, we did a case uh, revolving around a man who unfortunately passed away on private property in Brown County in a camper. Well, I'm back at you this week, folks, with another fun camper story. Th- Luckily, this one doesn't involve any death. I guess that's a little spoiler alert. <laughs> no one's life was taken in, in this story. So we're going to be breaking down that case. But at the top of the episode, I wanted to quickly give a shout out to all the new listeners and all the listeners who have been here with me on the journey since day one. A little shout out and appreciation to you all. I enjoy doing this podcast. I have a lot of fun. We're here with the eventful sometimes sad, but regardless, interesting stories that Brown County has to tell. And I love sharing those with you, talking to them, breaking them all down and going through all of those details with y'all on the podcast. So I just wanted to extend my thank you to everyone that listens um, because I'm just, you know, here chilling in my little corner, doing what I can to entertain y'all. So let's go into today's story, shall we? Like I said, it will be a quicker one. Don't we love that? So let's look at today's article episode details. Today's, like the title says, camper explosion. Now that sounds really dramatic. And as we all know here on the podcast, the Brown County Democrat loves a bit of drama. They're here for the drama. They're here to celebrate the drama. And I'm honestly here for them. You know, they provide the details that we need to be entertained. You know what I'm saying? saying? Like, they do a great job of covering those news stories, of giving us those lavish details, and just using all their resources to, you know, really hit home on what is happening in good old Brown County. So today's article does come from Brown County Democrat. And it was published on November 17th, 2020. So it is a little bit older and it was titled Indianapolis man flown out after camper explosion. So let's break it down. Let's get into it. Now on November 13th, 2020, a 60 year old man was flown out of Brown County via medical helicopter after his camper exploded. At 7.30 p.m. that afternoon, firefighters, police, and EMS arrived on the scene at a campground located at Greasy Creek for an explosion of a camper that had led to the injury of one man. When the firefighters, EMS, and police arrived on the scene, the camper was completely engulfed in flames. The surrounding area outside of the camper was also on fire as there were leaves on the ground that had ignited. The camper owner was Terry Stinson, and he was found next to the camper, but safely away from the explosion slash fire. He was covered in burns, with the worst ones being on his hands and his head. Terry's watch had melted off of his wrist due to the heat of the fire. Terry had bought the camper recently and had replaced its five-gallon propane tank. He stated that he had been inside of the camper cooking dinner on the camper's propane stove when the camper started to explode. Terry stated that the fire had gotten to the door of the camper at that point and he had to fight his way through the flames in order to escape. He was able to escape and ultimately get to safety. The officers who responded to the scene were unable to identify the make or model of the camper due to the extreme damage and heat that was caused by the fire. Terry was able to be rescued and live to a hospital in Indianapolis. Brown County firefighters were able to extinguish the fire with the help of the Nashville Metropolitan Police Department. So those are the details as we have them. First of all, first of all, this is not the extreme, the first extreme case of fire um, that we've covered on the podcast. And, and I'm talking about a fire so hot, y'all, that they couldn't identify the make or model of the vehicle. I don't even know. I don't even have words to describe like how hot that fire has to be where that is like impossible. Do you know what I mean? Like there was that case that we covered a couple of episodes ago about the car explosion where they don't know who died in that car. They were never able to identify the body of the person that was in the car. They were never able to identify the make and model of the car. They have like a guess, but like the license plates had been burned off from the heat of the fire. Like that is so hot. That's so hot. How does it get that hot? Now in this specific case, I do think we have a good idea as to what caused this fire and it was man-made. Are we surprised? No. Good old Terry Stinson did not know what he was doing. This is my, again, this is my my guess here. Terry Stinson did not know what he was doing. When he was trying to replace, and I quote, the five-gallon propane tank, okay? And then when he went to go cook, because he hadn't done it right, it exploded. I think that's a pretty good guesstimate as to that, you know, what went on here. I don't think it's, you know, is it a a coincidence that his camper proceeds to explode from a fire after this man attempted to replace the five-gallon propane tank? I don't think so. Good old Terry Stinson, you did this to yourself. I'm glad you survived. I'm glad that you literally had to fight the fight. Like that was another thing. I was like, how metal is that? This man caused his own fire and camper to explode. Granted, he didn't mean for that to happen, but he's the one responsible. And then he's like cooking camper explodes and he has to proceed to fight through the flames to escape. I mean, name something more iconic and metal than that. You know what I'm saying? So shout out to Terry Simpson. Maybe try to like, I don't know, watch a YouTube video or something the next time you try to like replace a propane tank. Isn't that just a little lesson for all of us? The next time you have a fun little endeavor for yourself on replacing a propane tank of any kind on any vehicle of your home, I don't know, whatever it is you're trying to replace that is a gas tank, propane tank related, maybe that's a good instance of where you should, I don't know, hire a professional. You know what I'm saying? There's just some things, there's just some things that, you know, us people just don't know. And and that's a good one to like maybe leave that to the professionals. It's like you can only watch so many YouTube videos and like diagrams before it just becomes mush in your mind anyway. And, and when we're talking about gas, okay, and we're talking about, we're talking about like things that are flammable. It could lead to your death or death of other people. Maybe that's a good point to which to stop yourself and go, okay. But like, I'm trying to save money by doing this myself, but let's think worst case scenario, if I explode my house, uh, by not changing my propane tank, correctly and my house explodes you know that's a lot of money that I'm out of more money than if I had just paid to have a professional take care of it you know what I'm saying so like let's all just kind of collectively work on that and and moving forward maybe we can make those better informed decisions. Okay. Professionals are cool. They get a lot of stuff done safely. And uh even if they do explode your home because they did it wrong, it's their fault. Okay. And you don't have to pay. They have to pay. So, you know, a little PSA of the day. Professionals are cool. Sometimes it's worth paying a little money so your camper and or home and or whatever it is doesn't explode. So anyway, that's today's story. It's a nice, easy, quick one for y'all. Next week, we're going in a. Honestly, this is a hard. This is a hard one. It's going to be a rough one. It's a new case it recently just broke in Brown County. It's a homicide case, which is awful. But it involves a trying of a minor as an adult, y'all. This is also the second time we've seen this. If you've listened to the episode about, I think I called it a teens kill elderly neighbors. Similar scenario where a homicide took place and they ended up trying the minors as adults. This one doesn't involve the murder of neighbors, but uh, someone's life was unfortunately taken and the person that was deemed responsible for the act was tried as an adult and they're a minor. So it's an interesting case. It's one that we'll definitely go into and all the details that have available to us will of course be shared. We'll break it down like we always do and cover that story. So that will be the next one that comes out is a homicide case where a minor is tried as an adult. So if you're interested in that, check back when that one is released. In the meantime, what do we always say here on the podcast? Stay safe, stay hydrated, and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.